board of esteem, the individuals that dedicate one year of their lives to make this network better, uh, drive it forward, tell us what to do. Um, if you were the average esteemer, you might not really know who is in the board. And if you see them, you probably see them at the council meeting when you where you see them behind their screens, busy all day doing their important board stuff. So what is it that they actually do? How is it to be in the board? We will try with this episode to shed light on these enigmatic, mythical creatures that are the boardies in the STEAM International Board. Uh, why did they go for the board? Uh, what are the most fun things you can do during that year? How is it to apply for the board? Uh, what are their biggest fears and uh, what do they regret? My name is Eric Viktor Pymejasiński and I will be the host for today's episode. And with me, I have the pleasure to introduce Max and Giuseppe all the way from Esteem. Max, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit to our audience? Yeah, of course. I'm Max. Uh, I'm currently studying in Eindhoven, so I'm part of Low Group Eindhoven. Uh, I've been active in Esteem. My first event was around 2016, so let's say around six, six and a half years. I've been in Esteem for now. And yeah, I, I've been into quite some, uh, I had quite some amazing experience in, in Esteem. I was in the local board of uh, Low Group Eindhoven as local responsible and secretary. I joined the Human Resources Committee, uh, Members Committee, uh, Knowledge Management Committee, and also had a great time as Person Development Department Coordinator. And this all, yeah, led me to finally be in the STEAM uh, board at the current moment as Vice President of Finance. Uh, so yeah, it's all about me for now. That's cool. A lot of committees going to the board. Good, uh, good journey. Giuseppe, can you share that journey? Ah, well, who are you first? <laughs> Sure. Um, I'm Giuseppe from local group Calabria from southern Italy. And uh, I've also been active in Esteem for, uh, I think, around what Max have been around for. So six uh, years and a half. So also my first event was in 2016. Um, and uh, I, I started as a trainer. It was my first event, TNT Lisbon. And I've been a trainer, I am still a trainer, and that's what I've done most of my time until I became the vice president of administration for the 30th Board of Esteem in 2019. And after that, I took it a bit more loose, a bit more relaxed, less active than I was before, but still delivering when I can, or if there is a TNT, I'm usually around. And I think that's it. That's the short version for you. But way less uh, committees. You you were one committee and very very engaged still. Uh, no, actually that's a fun fact. I've been in every committee in Steam, and I reopened one as well. So <laughs> that should count. Well, yes, I think that that's a good point to mention. Uh, I think that that gives a lot of credit to you. But okay, uh, so the board of Steam that is what unites the two of you. One uh, current boardy, one ex boardy. Uh, but for us that don't really know what the board of esteem is or does, do you guys think that you can you can shed some light? What is the board of esteem? Well, we, we always explain it as the 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 six most active people of the network. But also then you you ask like what what does that even mean? Um, so basically, esteem exists to to connect different local groups. But also we try to make sure that 
this happens in the best possible way and that we also give the esteemers uh, the, the right development that, that they want and, and then need. And basically, uh, we have a lot of entities. We already talked a bit about committees uh, before. And uh, yeah, the esteem board is there to coordinate uh, all those entities and to make sure that these connections can be made uh, in the best possible way. I think that's the yeah, the short version to explain what does the, the board do. Of course, we have six positions uh, that all have their, their own area. But in the end, I think the board is there to make sure everything goes smoothly. Uh, that we have low groups so that people can connect. Yeah, one um, another way to look at it is a is a bunch of six uh, very mad people uh, that uh, decide to go through quite a deal of uh, of of stress and tough situation, but in exchange they get uh, an opportunity for growth that it really is really unmatched, at least for a for a student as far as uh, as I've seen. So it's, it's a real nice experience, but it comes at a cost in terms of uh, of stress and other things that you have to put on the side uh, in your life. Uh, and in the, at the end of the day, the the goal is to to enjoy the journey and make sure that this team moves in the in the right direction, taking into account what the council, what the the members of the, of each LG intend for this team to go. You guys said that it's uh, the six most active esteemers, so one might think that it is you know all play hard. Right, but Giuseppe, you say that there is also some work hard. Uh, how much would you guys say? Like, how much work is it as a boardie? I think it really depends on how you want to be. What kind of board do you want to be? Uh, I've seen example of of people that put uh, an extreme effort into it, uh, as much as like uh, uh, putting to the side very important uh, things going on in their lives, and some people that took it a bit more relaxed. Uh, while working and studying and other and other things, so it really depends on you. The point is that with that position, it comes the choice to make what kind of board you want, what kind of board do you want to be as well. Um, uh, in my case, I think I dedicated quite uh, quite a lot on it, and I can say the same for 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 all of my boards. I was pretty, I am pretty proud of uh, of our board. Um, uh, but it's also not a challenge at who plays the hardest uh, on it, who who worked the hardest on it. Uh, it's also a matter of results in the end. So if you manage to do uh, to achieve great results with less works, I think that also should be praised. Yeah, I think I uh, I agree here with with Giuseppe that it really depends. There are people that are doing abortion and still still studying. Um, like I I only had to do one course this year because I also have the privilege to extend my studies a bit. Not everyone has that privilege. Uh, the privilege and is, uh, is getting used a lot, right? Uh, yeah, for, for me <laughs> or, or in the Netherlands, quite some people study a bit longer. It also takes more time, uh, but that's also why I can spend some more time on the board as well. And also, what I definitely agree with: sometimes uh, you try to improve everything and focus on everything, but sometimes you just make the impact with with the very yeah. By focusing on a very small part, you can already make a very big impact. So it's also like, what do you want to focus on? Which things make the most sense for a team at the moment? And if you already focus on, on those stuff, maybe the effort in the end is not that high, but the results are very high. Um, yeah, if you also talk about how much time do you spend, it also really depends that there are weeks that you maybe spend 15 to 20 hours, but there are also weeks that you can spend more than 40 hours a week on the board. Um, and of course, it's for taking into account that you're traveling a lot, which yeah, also uh, can be seen on the one hand as work, but also not as work because you're enjoying yourself and going to a lot of different places. Um, but yeah, that also takes time and you're also still working on the board there. 
Now, uh, you said that there are 40, 40 hours a uh, week, weeks. Um, how do you how do you go through that? Because I imagine that that has to be quite tough, uh, especially that you're also maybe studying uh, on top of that a, a little bit at least uh, or working. So um, so what takes you through those? Um, or maybe we can start. What 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 are the most difficult parts of being a boarding? I imagine that they can be connected to those those harsh working or long working hours. I think it's mostly the, the combination of your personal life and your board life. Uh, even though you sometimes try to keep it a bit separate, it's intertwined <laughs> uh, a lot. Like if someone something happens happens in your personal life, it will also affect uh, your board life and uh, vice versa. Uh, but yeah. Setting those boundaries, uh, making sure that indeed you don't get burned out, do too much. That's that can be difficult uh, sometimes. Um, for me, it was it was also prioritizing as a board because I'm happy that I'm quite good at setting boundaries. Like when I'm not in a good headspace, I I tell my board, okay, I will do a little bit less this week. Uh, or or when I'm doing very good, I can, I'm fine with taking those forty or fifty hours to work on the board because. I like what I'm doing. I want to improve the network as much as possible and also want to see the impact that I can make on the people around me in the network. But in general, uh, as a board, focusing on, on the most important things where you can make the most impact and also protecting others a bit from, from not doing too much work, that's something that's that's quite difficult, I would say. Um, and there will always be challenging mo moments. For example, before a council meeting, everyone's workload just increases a lot. Uh, and then you make the, those big hours. But that's something you just have to, to get through, and that's something you do together with your board, uh, which is also quite fun at some moments as well. Um, but yeah. And I think some uh, some other difficulties could be having to deal with um, um, with your co-board. This can be also tough. Uh, you're all different people with different interests, different goals. Uh, in the end, uh, you are there together for the same reason, but you're all uh different in personalities and you're spending so much time together that some uh, challenges are are bound to arise uh and um and it can be really tough to deal with those when you are so heads on the problem you're dealing with so if you're spending 40 plus hours in uh, in a steam imagine you're going and very focused on a topic it's very difficult to pull your head out of the of the sand to fix another conflict that may be arising so those are also um, tough moments. But in the end, I think uh, that it's also part of what makes uh, the esteem board such a great experience. In the end, when you are joining your working life, you're not picking who are your, uh, uh, your colleagues, for example, and starting to learn how to appreciate and learn from the others. Like that's a very good school for you right there uh, that you can take in esteem. And, and that applies to all level of leadership. But uh, in the board, I think it's more prominent. Do you have any concrete things that you uh, that you learned from being uh, being in this in this position with the, with the five other boardies, like some concrete uh, uh, conflict management uh, skill? I think uh, one of the things that I learned is to um, to be better, let's say, at seeing things for what they are. I'll explain. It happens, as I was saying, that when you are so deep into a topic, you may not start realizing how things are going and what really is important. Imagine you are discussing for hours on a very small detail. 
And it's very difficult to look at the big picture when you're talking so deep into the same topic uh, so narrowly. And I think that being in the board helps uh, you. At the end of the year, you're better at taking a step back and looking at the thing for what it is in, in its entirety uh, than what you were uh, when you began. At the same time, it doesn't mean you do that and you're set for life. Uh, it's it's tough and it will always be tough. But at the same time, I think it's a it's a great school to to learn those those little uh, uh, life lessons we can call them. Yeah, wonderful. Max, do you have some idea? Yeah, I also agree. Like sometimes I have the feeling feeling, or like in Netherlands we call tunnel vision, when you're too much into one topic, you, you kind of close your eyes a bit to, to things around. So learning how to take a step back and see the bigger picture again is something you definitely uh, learn in your board here. But also, uh, as, was, as was mentioned before, uh, you're working with people from all different cultures, all different places. But also, even those people work in very different ways on their own. So I'm quite a very practical person. I try to see things as easy as possible, focus on that. But there are also people that would like to be more elaborative and, and give more explanation to something. Uh, so you're also working with people that work in entirely different ways. And that's not a wrong way. It's just a different way. And that's a bit also the perspective that you get, that things can be done in so many different ways. Uh, but how do you make sure that that's... That as a board you can work together even though you do things in in different in different ways uh so it's also a, a, a certain type of understanding people uh and also understanding the type of work and, and how you can work with people so you become a lot more flexible uh after or during your board year i would say uh, in the way you handle discussions and the, the way you handle work um i think that those are also quite quite some nice yeah, skills that that you totally gets by by being in such a yeah, dynamic and international uh, environment in, in such a board. I think that one of the uh, one of the like characteristics of working in esteem is that you work with so many different nationalities, which have got very different working cultures and just cultures in general. And uh, we, we sometimes clash, sometimes it works out well. Uh, is this enhanced in the board? Like, is there is are these different co working cultures even more visible when you're working in the board? Um, I would say no, but just because people that uh, get to the board usually have been through a lot of working with other culture already, and I would say that their ways of working have stabilized or standardized in a way to just the international environment, just than me working as an Italian would work. Or, or or Robin working as a half Italian, half German. Uh, we, we have an international way of working together. And uh, usually people that get to the board have already reached this, this moment. Uh, I think that more than uh, uh, exacerbating the way people work from, from their country, it's like their own personal way of working that is very, very visible and can be extremely different from yours. Uh, but at the same time, it's also... An opportunity to learn how to do things differently. Uh, I, I I was doing things in a complete different way in the beginning of my mandate, but then I learned thanks to my cohorts and uh, the leaders I worked together with to to completely change my approach to things in the end. So it's not just uh, you are exposed to it, but you also learn from it. You take something from it, and that's also part of what I said before when I meant uh, growing through being a body. I, I totally agree. I don't have much to add here. Uh, I think especially the indeed the personal types of uh, ways of working become very clear. But that's the that's very I don't know. That's even more interesting because you you indeed have been 
I have been in the network for quite a while. So indeed, you see the the, the, the different cultures here. Um, and also the other borders see that. But it's also the personal way of working, which is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, Max, you told us before that uh, you were you mentioned the council meeting, and that got me thinking. I mean, the council meeting is the biggest moment for for the board, if 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 I've got the board mm -hmm. life kind of correct. Uh, how could you could you guys tell us a bit? How is it to be actually on the stage and be sitting there behind those screens, you know, all the time, uh, making sure that the meeting goes well, that uh, that everyone knows what they're supposed to do, when they're supposed to do. Um, is it is it tough? Is it? Uh, are you guys sleepy? Uh, are you guys always super nervous? How is it for you? Uh, I think uh, there. I think it's nice that you have Giuseppe and me here because uh, Giuseppe can tell a lot about it from his admin perspective. Because uh, I think that job is a bit tougher than my job. Like as vice president of finance, of course, I have to present my budget. But I like being on stage. I like walking around, uh, being on that stage, seeing everything happening. Also from the like you, you you basically look at 250 people, and even though some people might be tired, there's always something happening, and you always see some faces or or jokes are being made on stage or whatever, like everything that's happening, uh, it's it's just so much fun. Of And yes, of course, I'm, I'm sleepy uh, when you're <laughs> always on the stage, always busy with, with work and going out every night. But I don't know, it, it's all worth it. You get so much energy back from the people that are there in the in the room itself. Uh, so for me, um, I I enjoy every moment and, and being on stage, is, it's amazing. Also, I remember... What? Did you actually notice the small things that are happening up on the uh, up among the delegates, like they talking or them being on the computer and just looking to scrolling through Instagram? You notice yeah, all that. It's it's actually way more visible than people think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's actually quite funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like you're you're there on the stage. You have a very good view on everything, and and that's also a bit of the fun of it. Like you don't have much else to do. Okay. You can work on some presentations in the mean, mean end, but or in the meanwhile, but you're there and, and people are different presentations. You're trying to look at, at those, but yeah, it's also difficult to see because they're in front of you and the screen is behind you, but you can still see the whole room of people and the reactions and then how they are, um, yeah, how they are seeing the presentations, how they are enjoying themselves, uh, or maybe they're a bit too sleepy. All those things uh, is something you can see quite visibly, and that also makes makes the work uh, quite fun. Just looking at people. And uh, just one thing that I want to say, connecting to what Max said, it is way more visible than they think. Whatever they're doing, we are there, like just in front of you. We can tell. It's uh, I, I really I never understood how they think they're getting away with it, with uh, having their heads down and their shades on. <laughs> man i know you're sleeping <laughs> what are you doing um but yeah other than that i would say it, um how it feels behind the stage it really depends on the person as well uh for me when i when i was there in the um, I, I went to famagusta some weeks before to to see how things were going to meet the uh the organizing team and all and uh, i remember when i was on the stage because i, I checked how it was the view so i went behind the the, the desk of the board, I sit down and I looked at the empty room and I was petrified. <laughs> it was gigantic. It was enormous. It was empty, but it was enormous. 
Uh, but then we, we worked really hard for some days uh, on fixing some crucial issues. And then in the following weeks, uh, we worked a bit more um, with the board and with the organizers. And then it finally comes the day of uh, the first uh, GA day. And uh, and it was way more relaxing because it was like all of the things you have prepared and you're, you're, you're structured over time coming together in, on, on that point. And you know everything that is going to happen. You know the fail-safe mechanism you have installed in there. So it kind of gave me more security. So I was, I was scared when it was empty and uh, I was relaxed when it was full, which is a bit weird if you ask me. Uh, it's a bit counterintuitive. Um, I think it's a very enjoyable moment, though. There are some extremely stressful uh, moments. Uh, I would imagine that the, the 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 budget part, Max, would be uh, can be quite hellish as well. Uh, people really like to be vocal about uh, numbers, uh, whether they understand what's going mm -hmm. on or not, uh, and that's their uh, prerogative. It's what they're there to do. But at the same time, for a board, it can be extremely uh stressful and for the vps can be extremely stressful in particular that that particular moment uh for me instead it was more of a imagine if you had a a chart of how much stress in which moment of the cm for me it was more a straight line uh permeating the whole cm experience while maybe for vps there is the spike at one point uh for me instead it stays at a median level but throughout the whole thing because as an admin i was pushing forward all of the presentation making sure that they had a pointer their presentation is on the screen we can hear them if there are technical people start whistling the harry potter theme and uh, <laughs> i have to uh think quick on my feet on how to fix the issue so all of those things come come on the admin, and uh, and that's why you have this permeating anxiety, let's say, during the uh, the CM. But at the same time, it's an extremely enjoyable. It was extremely enjoyable for me, also because of my cohortes. I think we had a great time at uh, at CM. Uh, I remember that uh, when uh, uh, the discussion also with the secretaries and uh, with the chairperson. Uh, it all makes it uh, very enjoyable. Do you get sleepy? No, uh, not me. I had too many things to, to look at to get sleepy at that point, I have to be honest. Uh, I was always on edge, and that didn't allow me to, to get very sleepy. Um, you have a lot of inside jokes. Uh, and like, do, do you do a lot of chit-chatter in between with your co-boarders, with the secretaries, and with the chairperson? I would say yes. Um, but sometimes they are uh, technical jokes mm -hmm. in the sense that... Uh, uh, imagine you're seeing someone being incredibly stressed. Maybe that's the time to crack a joke and ease their uh, their mind a bit. Uh, and sometimes you need that, so you crack a joke as well uh, to 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 see if you can relax. Uh, I remember in particular one point uh, with uh, Ines. Uh, she was the she is the president of my board, and uh, she was sitting next to me to my to my left. And I remember that she was trying very hard to be serious, but she has a bit of an issue with uh, with the face expression. She cannot hide it in any way. So my goal for that uh, presentation, um, after uh, uh, a second, I realized it, and uh, it was to make her crack a smile, crack a, a laughter. But I think I overdid it, and she had to hide under the table for a second. And uh, that, that was amazing. I still remember it. It, uh, it was phenomenal. Um, uh, but yeah, and 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 I think that the the family-like atmosphere that creates on the table is what makes it special. It would have not been the same if uh, you didn't have those little moments with uh, secretaries and chairperson and the rest of the board. This it doesn't mean you don't have to be serious about it. Like uh, I've done my job extremely serious in there, 
Yeah, but it also doesn't mean that I do not have to enjoy it uh, when going through it. There is a level of stress and I, I, I will bring it down somehow. And this is one good method to do it. And uh, I think at the end of the day, it's also what it means to be uh, esteemers. I worked hard and now it's time to play harder for a couple of seconds and then we can go back to work as usual. So what would you guys say, except for the, you know, the play hard part of the council meeting, what are the best moments during your board year? Okay, I have a couple uh, that I can share. Um, there was, um, I think it was um, a leader workshop that we were doing before our CM uh, Famagusta. Uh, and I remember the things were not going very well on the first day. We were not achieving what we wanted to achieve. And uh, we spent the night uh, fixing the event. We changed it completely. We scrapped the entire agenda and we redid it overnight. Uh, with the rest of the boardies and then uh, it, it was commonly agreed it was a success how it turns out and it, uh, we were incredibly proud of that work and it was an amazing moment when we managed to come out with a good work after failing the, the entire first day uh, and, and that tells you that um, if you put enough effort patient and uh, and heart in what you do you can fix almost every situation because it was really going bad and then it went extremely good uh, and at the same event I remember it was uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, me, uh, Oe, uh, and uh, Arthur. And uh, at one point, uh, there, there was, I think, uh, Arthur sitting at the desk in the front, and we were in the, uh, in the, in the chair of this giant classroom. And me and Oe started singing out of nowhere for no good reason. Just, uh, I, I think it was Country Roads. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't remember now precisely, but I remember, and then also some other people joined in. And it was just this fun moment out of nowhere for no good reason, uh, but it was a really nice heartfelt moment, and I think we all have uh, uh, nice memories of this kind. And um, then uh, I think the bonds, uh, when you realize what kind of bond you created with those people, it's also a very good moment, although it's a bit more personal in the sense that you are the one that are realizing that in that moment. Um, was amazing and then in CMs there have been many uh, I remember uh, as much as the relief at the end of CM uh, felt great uh, and as the uh, in the beginning when we were all like pumped up and ready to work uh, together and there was the the esteem song in the beginning that was also an, uh, an amazing moment it, it feels like uh, it hits different when you have 300 people singing in front of you uh, instead of seeing just a couple of rows in front of you when you are in the um, in the crowd, there you you had all of them, and uh, it just it's different and it, it's uh, it's moments you don't forget so easily. Yeah, definitely those moments in council meeting, and also if you talk about singing, uh, as introduction to do my finance part, we had the finance song, and then I'm just <laughs> singing like I, I have a really bad singing voice, but still everyone was joining. Um, waving also some people were also singing the song because i already introduced it to some leaders beforehand but that's just amazing just just three minutes of, of doing some great stuff on stage and everyone joining in uh that that's a that's an amazing memory i won't forget uh so for me indeed the council meetings the jokes in between the, the 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 nice moments where everyone's joining in those are amazing but also the more the more personal part when we have board meeting and we we sit with our own boards reflecting really on what we did but uh, sometimes there are some hard moments, but also those hard moments turn into beautiful moments where you are more personal with each other uh, and really uh, strengthen your bonds with your board members. And even though they sometimes might not seem uh, as happy moments, in the end, they, they create something very 
very strong and very very happy in the end and that's why i also love to be in the sport because i have a very good bond with all my all my co-bodies so especially during the board meetings it was really nice to to have those moments but also enjoy my time a lot with my board members because we're all going through the same things uh well in general in in, in the boards uh but we're also yeah um doing it all together as a board uh that's quite amazing but yeah it, it's also difficult to say which were the best memories there are some stick things that will always stick around but just being with esteemers being with people on an event uh, it gives me so much energy just just being with those people and and yeah there are too many memories that that i won't forget anyway uh but yeah for me to, to summarize it a bit board meetings and council meeting that they those, those are so amazing but to be fair i mean being with esteemers we do that even just as normal esteemers you don't need to be in the board how how is what is the difference between being with esteemers as a board versus being with esteemers as just uh, an irregular esteemer. Is there yeah. is there one? In general, not really, but still having that connection with the, with the leadership layer as, as a board is, is quite quite nice. You go to, uh, there, are, there are people that you will see at the same events multiple times. So sometimes you go to an esteem event and you won't see those esteemers uh, anymore in, in another event. But, but seeing those same kind of people also creates a better bond with them. And I think that's quite interesting. And also they are working on this team. So you have something in, in common here as well. So there is not a big difference. It's just that, that you see them more often. And as a board, you're yeah, traveling half of your time, basically. So yeah, you go to more events as well. Um, but yeah, there's not a difference in, in the in the way it's going. It's just the people themselves that you see more often, I would say. But I think that that's nice to hear that there is an effect rather than there being an effect that you're kind of uh, saturated with esteem that you 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 feel that all right i've met these people now it's not as much fun you feel that it's actually the opposite so you've met these people and then every next time you meet them it's only more and more fun it's it's an even better experience and um i think no there is no no difference in general if the question was like between being among esteemers as an esteemer with no specific position or being among esteemers as a board. Uh, I don't think there is much. The only thing that uh, I was trying to take into account maybe was that um, at the end of the day, I have to be alive in order to uh, deal with GA the, the, the day after. If somebody is a bit sleepy because yesterday had uh, too much fun in the crowd, then we could fly over it and it, it could be fine sometimes. But um, as a board, you you really cannot afford it so you have to pull yourself and uh, you should know what are your limits in terms of tiredness you can uh, uh, you can deal with um, but if you don't uh, mind Eric I had some addition to do to the the, the best moment there was a couple that uh, I forgot to mention that are uh, quite special that I wanted to to, to vouch oh, I would love to hear your special moments you said but go for it uh, I, I'm Italian so you may not find this uh, too 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 hard to <laughs> to, to to learn it's coming from me but uh when we cooked together it was amazing with uh, with my co-boardies sometimes we had to cook together and it was fantastic uh once uh, i think our first time was when we were uh in um in our handover board meeting so we were uh, uh at yorick's house the uh previous president uh to our board and uh, we cooked for them one day. We cooked them uh, carbonara and some lingua de gatos, which are some uh, sweets from Portugal. Um, and yeah, it was it was real nice. And uh, another time we cooked uh, for the 
for the founder of Steam. Uh, we were at Christoph House. He was kind enough to host us for uh, three days, the whole board, uh, for the advisory board meeting. And uh, yeah, we cooked with him. And uh, it, it was a special moment because first uh, he put, how to say, he, he helped us better focus on what's really important. We were all stressed out and he was shocked to see us so stressed about being in the board. And then uh, he, he told me like, uh, uh, as a board, you have uh, uh, two goals in the end, which are two CMs and a successor. So if you manage to do that, everything else is extra. It doesn't mean you should not go for this extra. It, it means that if you don't manage to do everything you want to do, it's okay. And, and it was a, a gigantic moment in, in my growth in that moment. It sounds so obvious maybe for, for people listening. Uh, yeah, of course, like this is what you have to do. But at the same time, you you, you put so many expectations on, on, uh, on yourself and you don't have to achieve all of them to be a good body. Um, but I think that instead of making me go for less things, it pushed me to do even more of those extra. Once I realized that uh, I was good, I did what I had to do. Now I can focus on doing more. And the last one was at the same uh, advisory board meeting with uh, Christoph Agedorn, and we were in the in his basement, basically, uh, playing foosball and singing esteemed songs uh, all together while sipping a beer. And this was, I think, one of the most esteemed moments I've uh, <laughs> I've ever witnessed. Uh, it's uh, good to hear that you got some Italian uh, good moments of cooking. We uh, did, we did. And we still do. We still do. Sometimes we meet. Uh, and uh, the last time I was at uh, Ines' house, she hosted me. And uh, of course, we cooked carbonara again. <laughs> Are they getting better at cooking? Will you soon accept them as... Uh, will you allow them to cook as well eventually? I have no other choice. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, well, we can we can mention one addition. Yeah, how often do you meet with your with your ex boardies? I guess Max, for you, that's to explore still. But just that you have got some years behind you. How, how often do you guys meet? Um, I would say in CM uh, is the main uh, meeting point. Uh, there is always someone in uh, in CM, and uh, we have some. Uh, some pictures together that we take at every CM. Now I know that this is going to be shared only uh, voice-wise, but uh, Inesh has oh. a Polaroid uh, camera that uh, we used to take some nice pictures that I hold here, and I have them here on my desk, as you can see. And um, and then it, it depends on the occasion. For instance, uh, I'm, uh, I'm very close with uh, Inesh, and we may see each other a bit uh, more often. And for the other, I think uh, it happens only at CMs also because we all took different courses in life and uh, we all went in different places. And uh, and so it's a bit tougher. But as I've visited Portugal uh, often lately and uh, Ines was there, I had the chance to see her a couple of times and uh, I'm happy with that. And uh, if we manage this summer, we'll all meet together at my place. Uh, oh. we, are, we are working on that. So yeah, we'll see. But Otherwise, we'll see each other at CM. You visited a wedding as well, right? That's. Uh... Uh, I did. I did. Uh, I I only managed to to go to one of the two weddings we had in our board. Unfortunately, mm. instead of going to both, uh, we had uh, Oi got married uh, first uh, with Liz, uh, and then uh, uh, and I couldn't go there in in that moment. Uh, it was uh, extremely expensive to 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 get there. Uh, unfortunately for me. Um, but then I managed to go to Berlin for Robin's wedding instead, uh, which was a blast. 
and uh, mm -hmm. I think it's nice that we have them as a, as an event on the portal to 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 keep uh, another a different memory of it. I think it's a special thing when you have an Steam event that has to do with a wedding. And uh, some people have two. I only have one, unfortunately. But hey, there is still time for others. I mean, I think that uh, unpacking Steam weddings should be a topic of itself in the podcast. Uh, but but uh, we might need to stick to to the life of the boardies. Uh, this full disclosure, I don't think all boardies are going to weddings. I think that it's a special thing shared among some boardies. Um, but I wanted to ask you guys now. Uh, probably there are some some of our listeners that are considering joining the board. Uh, already maybe have applied for the board and are just listening to uh, to you guys to hear your stories. What would you guys tell them? Um, what are your your well? What is your advice if someone is is thinking whether to apply or not to apply for the board? What would you guys tell them? I think it's most important for for that person to understand the why and very very deeply. Okay, now it sounds a bit bit uh, abstract, I would say, mm -hmm. but uh, everyone can be at a certain way of of expressing why they want to go for the board. And uh, for example, for me, it was uh, to give back to the network, but that only scratched the surface of what's really behind the why. Like like basically, when I graduated from high school, I. I was kind of lost in my life. What do I want to do? Uh, what am I doing on this earth? And then being into Esteem slowly got me uh, into what I like to do, what I would like to do later in my career, uh, what kind of person I want to be, how I want to develop. And that development is something that I really want to give back to people or maybe even improve or give more. And that was basically the why uh, uh, for me, why I really want to be in the board, because then you have that influence, then you can help people. You can, uh, in a certain way, give people that development that, that I got, but maybe even more, maybe even focus on the things that are really important later in life. So for everyone has a different, everyone has a different why, why they want to be in the board, but really understand, understand that why. And if you don't have it, then hmm, maybe you need to look a bit further. Uh, is, is, this, is this the right place for you? But if you have it, then you can definitely go for the board. And also we'll always stay motivated for the board because this is the main reason that you have. And if you keep that main reason in mind, that will also help you to even in the tougher times to still focus on why you're doing what you're doing. And also uh, maybe one last point about if people are unsure uh, of going for the board, some people might be scared like, oh, do I have the right skills? Can I do it? Well, uh, of course, it's good to be in a steam for for uh, for a little bit at least. But in the end, we are all learning. And I think our whole board also had in the beginning of a board year that we had a little bit of imposter syndrome. They're like, yeah, what, what are we doing? Are we, <laughs> are we actually good enough to be in these positions? But in the end, you will get a handover from your uh, previous, uh, from the previous board. Uh, you are still learning, you are, st are still developing, and it will just take a few months to, to adjust to your position, even if you're a leader, uh, but also in the board. So in the end, even if you don't have the required skills yet, you can always learn them. Uh, so don't be afraid to take that step. And if you have the right motivation, then I don't see a problem in, in applying for the board. And uh, I, I agree with uh, what Max says, and I would even expand saying that uh, I don't think you're even, let's say, expected to have all of the necessary skill already. If, if you think, uh, uh, if you ask past board this, uh, how prepared were you in the beginning? Like, 
maybe while applying, they may think I'm ready for it, but then you get into the job and it's a complete different experience. So I, I don't think anyone has ever been truly ready for the position. And uh, a lot of people that I've talked with um, that thought of applying in the past um, often says, oh, but I don't know if I'm ready. And I'm like, oh, let me help you with that. You're not, but that's also fine. Uh, that's how it works. And then you need months to, to adjust, as Max said. And uh, there are past boardies, which are kind of an extended family of yours from now on that will help you with it. And um, uh, one, one, another thing that I would like to, to suggest to people is not to let anyone pick if you are a boardie and which position you have. Uh, because often, and, and I know we did it, and maybe Max, your board is doing it as well. Sometimes uh, time runs out to find uh, uh, applicants and uh, we may overstep ourselves into pushing some people to apply for some position. And as much as I understand it from a board perspective, because we did it, um, uh, or we try to do it in any case, uh, if you push someone into doing doing it because you need it, uh, they're not going to have an amazing board here. Mm. The point is to advance the network is not to just uh, get done with your work and move on as a past board. You have to, uh, to, to make sure that the people have uh, uh, the will to do it, the, 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 the willpower to do it, the possibility mm. to do it is, is not for, for everyone. I have also to say that uh, uh, sometimes uh, it, like being in esteem is already for, I would say, um, it's a privilege already because not everyone could do that because it takes money, for example, to travel. And uh, the board year could be expensive as well. You, you may get uh, part or a complete uh, reimbursement of the things you do, depending on what's the spending uh, uh, policy and how's the budget doing and all. Uh, but usually you have to put the money forward first in any case. And this cannot be for everyone. So that's also something to take into account as much as... Uh, uh, it should be something open to everyone. And speaking of that, uh, I truly believe it is. And and so does the Club of 100. So that could also be something to think about. They have a special application uh, for people that want to go for a leadership position, but may uh, believe that they do not have the uh, the financial stability to do it. Uh, and um, uh, for full uh, disclosure, I remember when I applied for, for board, I, I also applied for the Club of 100. Uh, to uh, to finance some of the early uh, trips because then they, they would be reimbursed but in the beginning you have to put it forward and, and you get part of it back so there is uh, no shame in doing it this is a, a system that is in place to allow everyone to go for the position they want to go and if the council says you are the body we want I don't see why you shouldn't function properly as a body because you don't have the money to do so that's not the point of esteem uh, so Club of 100 and the alumni in general have been very, very helpful with that, with a lot of boardies that applied for those things. Um, and yeah, in, in the end, uh, if you feel like it, go. And if you feel scared for it, talk with some past boardies. We are not uh, some uh, ethereal presence to be uh, respected and feared <laughs> or whatever. Like you have our numbers or you can find it easily. Just poke us or send us an email with the uh with the steam mail which is always name.surname at esteem.org it's super easy to contact us and we're always uh happy to have a call with you to uh, to to reserve some some spots some spots for our fellow esteemers and discuss your your fears about it and how is it going and how can we help so just reach out we're here so giuseppe to add on you said that it's um 
that you are you guys are always there for for the applicants if they've got any questions you are approachable uh, but you're also here for for any other esteemer right you uh, especially throughout this episode we've we've covered how much it means for you as a boardie to to be connected to the to the esteemers that this is what brings you the joy of being as a boardie uh, how do you see on it like would you um, yeah, because boardies can be perceived often as some kind of like these elite mythical creatures that know everything and should not be disturbed. Uh, how do you feel about that? Uh, well, it, it was an issue also during my uh, my mandate. Uh, I, I was feeling that people were perceiving us the boardies differently uh, than than just the steamers, and uh, and it's something that we we worked hard to to kind of uh, reduce as a as an issue uh, as an occurrence. Um, we are available for everyone. There is nothing different in being a board or being a normal esteemer. Sure, you need more experience and you're dedicating more time, but that's the only difference. There is nothing about uh, uh, who is more important, should be treated better or it's cooler or whatever. Uh, we are not special. We are, we are just putting more efforts into it and that's it. And um, if somebody is, uh, is confused about their esteem journey, they may have someone closer that they can ask to sure go for it uh, but if not i mean we have served one year of our life for esteem and so having a short call also with you it doesn't cost us anything and it's a pleasure and um there have been many instances and and fun moments uh where where this this thing came out and uh, i won't go maybe in detail with it uh, but uh it was, I would say, way more enjoyable for, for me when people finally started switching the mentality from the board, this, this ethereal, mythical beast, not to be uh, uh, talked to. And the switch from that to, to actually enjoying our present and, uh, presence and not like uh, stopping the singing when we enter the room. This, this, is, this is something <laughs> terrible. It's like uh, when, uh, when in real life, you, like outside or in your relationships or anything you don't want to be the person for which other people stop singing mm. and then in the same way when when you are the board you don't want to enter the room and kind of uh, make everyone stand still and like uh, wait or uh, hanging on mm -hmm. uh, on your lips to see what's uh, going to, to happen louder, next right? when you when yeah you yeah that's the whole point of being a board i think you you are <laughs> you're not a stopper of the culture of, of singing in this specific example you are the starter mm. actually mm. Exactly. Like uh, sometimes they, they indeed they have the, the feeling like oh the board and, and oh amazing. I'm like well, I'm still Max. Like <laughs> I just I didn't change much. I just have a position now in which indeed as you said, explain you put more effort in the network, but I'm still still a human being just like everyone else in this team. Uh, so we're on the same level in every type of way. Um, so also yeah, we try to be as approachable as possible. Also making some jokes or some fun moments uh, to the council meetings, adding some stuff that are sometimes a bit less serious, also to see that, yeah, that we are approachable, that we are maybe, uh, or not maybe, we are just, just people that you can talk to and indeed also just obsess. Like around you, you might have some people uh, that can help you with your esteem journey, but if you want to have an overall overview of how we ended up in the board and all that kind of stuff, just ask. Like, I think every old board you're everyone i approached also beforehand they were always super super open to talk um yeah so for me that that mindset also so wasn't really there from the beginning because i already knew some people from the uh, board in eindhoven like the year before giuseppe like there were two eindhoven board 
So I never really saw the board as something higher. Mm -hmm. I was always just talking with them. And I would love everyone to have such a mindset because also I would love to talk with different kinds of, of people, no matter your experience in Steam, basically. Can I add something, Eric? Uh, um, I know that, uh, like we and Max, we are really trying to explain this concept, and it may sound bullshit to some people because I mean we are just mm -hmm. trying to say, yeah, you're at the same level, but maybe no, it's just very, very difficult to explain this that there is really no, no, no difference, and uh, doing it in word always will sound bullshit. But like try us, uh, and uh, also we always say. Yes, team is a playground, and I've never seen the, the the king of the playground. You know what I mean? So it's uh, it's the whole point of Steam is that there is no kind of king and queen of sort. It's just we we are all a steamer. We are all having fun and playing with the dirt, and that's it. And uh, we played with the dirt as the same way you play with the dirt, and we can play with the same kind of dirt. Wonderful. I think that on those wise words uh, we can end our episode. Uh, thank you so much, Max. Thank you so much, Giuseppe, uh, for being here. We, well, I can say we had Max from the 33rd board and Giuseppe from the 30th board. Is that correct? Do I remember my my numbers still? Very yeah, correct. I hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah, we did. Yes. It was nice, Eric, and thanks for having us. My pleasure. All Bye, right. Eric. Goodbye, thanks then. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>